was linked and you know I hit him up, you know, to interview him. So my my next guest is what the hell? So my next guest is Logan Starr. So he's actually a manager um out of Schenectady, New York. Um and I'm actually looking very forward I'm I'm actually looking forward to interviewing this guy. So um then tomorrow, tomorrow at five o'clock. Um, I got Knuckles Brim, so hopefully since it's at 5 o'clock, you know, I'll be able to get Derek Blocker on here, and he'll be able to tell you the word of the day. So, um, you know, tomorrow, you know, so, but without a further ado, let me, hold up, hold up, hold up, let me, hold up, let me just, Actually, matter of fact, let me bring him on camera real quick. Yeah, yeah, let me bring him on camera. What's up, bro? What's, what, what, what's up, bro? Ain't nothing, man. You know me at work doing what I do. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, you know what I'm saying? You know, I figure I, um, you know what I'm saying? You know, I figure, you know, I tap in with you and, you know, and welcome you, right. you know, welcome, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, welcome you, you know, to the BAC Network team. Oh, bye, oh, bye, I appreciate Appreciate you know it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I figure, you know, I do it in public, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, hey. I'll let you know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, other than that, you know, but, you know, but how was your day today, man? Man, my day was amazing, man. Like, every day is a good day to me, man. Even mm -hmm. if something seemed bad, it just, just seemed good, man. Like, you can't, can't get no worse, man. Can't get worse from that. Okay. Okay, so, I, I mean, okay, so, like, let me ask you a question, right? So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, what do you think about, um, about the interviews um, that you've been seeing? Yo, every interview you did, uh, yo, I'm proud of you, brother. Let me say that, number one. I'm super proud of you, man. Like, you know, you, you came from a place I was at, and you're doing your thing, though, man. Like, mm -hmm. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, the interviews, man, is good. I ain't, get a, I ain't get a chance to look at all of them. Yeah. You know, I'm going to look at mine over and over. <laughs> at Derek, yeah. you no know, Chaz. But it's all right, though, man. You doing your thing, man. I'm ready for, for us to be on the big screen so I can sit okay. down across my leg, you know, drink some water. And, you know. Yo, you, you, you funny. You funny. You got jokes. You know what I'm saying? I see you got jokes. I see you got jokes. But, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I just want to, you know, like, I just wanted to, you know, tap in with you, Mike, and, you know, and, you know, introduce you know, you know, and um, you know, and uh, pretty much, you know, congratulate you on joining the BAC Network team, man. Yeah, I'm. God, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad to have me, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. So just um, you know, DM me or uh, text me. All right. All right. Hey, keep doing what you doing, oh. brother? You already know. You already know. All right. So, what's up, Chaz? What's up, Chaz? Um. Well, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting right now. So, you know, but other than that, um, if you're an artist, right? If you're an artist, um, if you need branding, if you want to brand, you know, yourself as an artist, you know, um, I could definitely help help you with that. 
you know, I got the three hour um, branding process and then I got the seven day branding process, like process where I actually sit here and I, um, I sit down with you and we brand for seven days and, you know, and, you know, if you don't have a logo, I'll help you with a logo and all that. But without further ado, I'm going to bring up Logan Star. So, um, let's give him, let's give him a round of applause, round of applause, you know, round of applause. Yeah, K, it's the truth, it's the truth. So, so, so what's up, bro? Man, you know, cooling, cooling. What's up? Okay. Nah, I'm, I'm, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm actually honored, you know, to have you on, uh, the Fifth and Hill TV talk show. Appreciate By you. the way, and you already know, and, and by the way, you know what I'm saying? My name is Constantine. So, I mean, if you didn't know, um, but, you know, how I want to jump into this is that, um, I caught on to you, um, you know, because I was looking at now Millie, uh, meter page and then I saw you post a video. And um, I figure I hit you up, and then I actually turned around <laughs> and hit up Knuckles Brim too. Mm -hmm. So what I want to okay. know is, how did you come about actually managing? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, honestly, like the shit kind of fell into my lap. Like I was in like the streetwear scene, you know, selling Supreme and reselling sneakers and shit like that. And mm -hmm. one of my boys was managing this kid named King Shot out of Columbus, Ohio at the time. He wasn't managing him too well, so he asked me if I'd be his manager, and I just, you know, jumped in head first and just started learning the ropes and figuring everything out as I went along. And then fast forward two years later with him, I got him a little deal with Fetty Wap and his label, and then I started getting in tune with the whole Wild Money Collective via Knuckles, and just kept in tune, and I was like, man, this is just a group with so much talent and so much drive that I got to tap in and really get them to where they need to be at. Mm, okay. Okay, I mean, okay, so you just hit a nerve on me. So, okay, so, so, okay, so managing your first artist, right, how did that go? Like, how did that go, and what type of energy did it take? <laughs> it, it's hard, like. You're jumping into an industry that you don't know anything about usually. Like that at least that's how it was for me. Like I had to learn everything on the fly. And I'm not gonna lie, like I had to pay like older dudes that like had been in this industry to teach me the ropes. Like my, my man um Joshua Bermudez, aka Hollywood Pompeii, he really schooled me to a lot of shit. You know, he took me on the road with him and I got to be around Blue Sea and Casanova and, and all them guys and I just learned small tricks of the trade throughout that mm. but it, okay. it, it's hard like you when you have an artist that isn't known and you're that person that's vouching for him everywhere you go it, it's hard to really get everybody to get in tune with your vision but once they do it's it's a cakewalk you know, okay 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 so okay so like which brings me to my next question so so okay so so what was the break for you as a manager if you don't mind me asking like 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 how did it break for you like, uh, you know, like how did you you know kick in that door honestly it was all through like just networking getting on the road and just going to cities and tapping in with with 
the up and coming artists, the the street A and R's, and the people like that. Like, I did my little footwork up in the city. Like, I was in Brooklyn and Harlem and and all that. You know, meeting with battle rappers, just rappers and managers, A and R's, and just just learning everything, right? And then basically just. Once I got the the certain connections, I was like, all right, now I can do this on my own. I just got to bridge the gap between artists, me, and, and the next step. Um, and then within like the last year or so, like things really got more solidified um, because I met my mentor, uh, Angela Rollins, who is an A&R for 510 Music Group. She manages like Jay Green, OZ Sparks, and all those guys. So she, and she's from Schenectady too, so. She um she really put me in tune with the whole scene out there. She schooled me to a lot of shit and just every day me and her talk about, you know, the industry, what the step what the next steps are and everything like that and how to maintain a career throughout it and to make sure that your artists are taken care of as well as everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so I'm gonna put you in the hot seat for a second. I'm gonna, say, I'm, gonna I'm gonna put you in the hot seat for about two questions long, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the hot seat. Uh, let me if you if you didn't catch it. Um, the hot seat is that when I ask this question, it could possibly almost really stress you out. Almost. I got you. You know you. I'm you ready know, for you it. Intro, I've been through interrogations. I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you already know the vibe. So, so um, okay, so so my question is this, right? So, did you, so when you first became a manager, mm-hmm. did you ever feel like, did like, did you feel like at first that that you wouldn't be able to, I mean, to succeed at it at Absol- being a manager? Absolutely, absolutely, like. Just being, you know, being from a small town, being, you know, up north and and trying to do anything is is hard. You feel me? And what made it a lot harder, like, you know, I'm I'm a white dude. So so that that made it hard. You feel me? Like, you know, I got the credit where credit is needed. You feel me? But like that, that was the hardest part was people trying to get take you serious. That that was the hardest part. Right, right, right. That's you know, that's actually you know what I'm saying? Like that's actually always the the the, the thing of people trying to take you serious, actually. Mm-hmm. And like the other thing was like it's stressful as hell, bro, because you're going there's a thousand no's before you get that one yes to something, you know? So every day is just stress built up, but you gotta just rock with it and the punches come, they go, it is what it is, but the the hardest thing about it first starting was people not taking me seriously and the lack of connections. Like if you don't have connections in label situations or DJ situations, it's really hard for them to even pay attention if you don't have a bag to put behind what you're saying. Like a lot of independent artists fail to realize that like getting a record to break on the radio is 10 bands just out of pocket. But if you have a manager that has those connections, you're going to get that 10 bands, you know, to 3500 to $2,000. So mm. it, it it pays to have connections, really, in this whole thing. And and for mm. the people that are out there thinking they can just do it on their own, stop that. You need a whole team behind you. Like, Wild Money 
is the strongest team I've seen, like from a videographer standpoint to singing, to rapping, to all around just talent and smarts. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, I see them easily being on top by next summer, like, world known. Like, they've taken over upstate like crazy. And it's only a matter of time. Mm. See, okay, so I mean, okay, so I got another hot seat question for you. Mm. So, 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 what is the hardest thing about being a manager and working with an artist? Like, I well, you explained, you know, about about not having the connections and and then getting the connections. Then you explained about the radio. Then you explained about this. Then you explained about that. Mm -hmm. And what is the hardest thing about being like today? What like today at this given point at the position that you're in? Because you're in a good position. So, what is the hardest thing about being a manager, working with artists? Every artist that I have, as Wild Money as a collective, like every one of them has their own personality. So you're dealing with personality, you know, different personalities for every guy. But for the most part, like they make my job super easy. Like they come to they come to me with what they want to do, and I just make it happen. So like that's when I say their determination and their hunger is there. So they make my job super easy. But the hardest part about that is maintaining everything you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like you got to make sure this artist is in the place where he needs to be at at that time you got to make sure this artist is where they need to be at, at a certain time you know and just the day-to-day -day stuff making sure like they staying up on the studio making sure they're staying with getting their videos and all that stuff but for the most part like they're on top of everything like their grind and work ethic crazy mm. like my guy ace Dude from earlier with the red hoodie, he he shoot three four videos in a day. Like his grind is just nonstop. Knuckles, he'll be in the studio for ten twelve hours a weekend. You know, like a, a day. I mean, not a weekend. Like they're all just crazy, just song after song after song, visual after visual after visual. So they make the job super easy. But the hardest part, like I said, at the end of the day is just maintaining the relationship with all of them as a group but maintaining a, a personal level with them all. You want to know, because at the end of the day, like through all the shit, like all the ups and downs we're going to go through, we're going to, we're brothers at the end of the day. So I want to make sure I'm maintaining a relationship, not just on a business level, but a personal level, each and every one of them. Mm, that's, you want to know something that, that, that's the first time I I ever heard that, you know, come from a person, you know, that is a manager. That that's the that's actually the very first time I ever heard that. And you know, like you know, and I want to give you, you know, I want to give you your roses, man. You know, you know, for you know, by actually coming on the Fifth of Hill TV show and actually, um, you know, like spitting that that you know that gym. But you know, but coming out the hot seat, um, I want to know how you met Knuckles Brent. Honestly, how like, did that come about? I had been watching his videos, you know, staying in tune, like from when I first heard his first song, from when he first, you know, got introduced to me. I hit him up on Instagram and I was like, "Yo, I want to get, I want to work with you at some point. Like, we got a mutual connection, and I want us to, to bridge the gap and really make something happen." So. I want to say like six months ago now, I hit him up. I was like, yo, I'm free. Let's make it happen. 
I drove out to Schenectady because I live in Vermont. I live in Bennington, Vermont, which is like 45 minutes from Schenectady. Mm. So I drove out to Schenectady. We linked up. Went on a little road trip down to Philly that got detoured by a crazy snowstorm that we had. And ever since then, I've just been like, look, bro, like, I don't want really nothing in return. Like, the end of the day, we all going to end up touching the bag. But, like, I just want you to know, like, I see I see the hunger in you. I see the drive. And I see just everything that you want. And, like, I know you can obtain it. And I just wanted to help him get everything that he deserves. You feel me? And then just linking with him. I linked with all the guys and me and all the guys, you know, we all got a great relationship. Like I fuck with every one of their music, every one of their personalities. Like we all smokers, we all creative and like we all love the same shit. And at the end of the day, we all just want a better situation and to help our families. And that's, that's what we're here for. And those guys are my brothers. Like I, I would, I would take a bullet for them guys at this point. Like those are my family, real shit. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, that's 100% real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and one thing, you know, like, one thing I could tell, you know, like, just by talking to you is that, you know, I mean, like, that, you know, that you're a loyal person. Oh, 100%. So, which, you know, like, which I can tell, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like that, too. I'm loyal, too. So, I get it, bro. Yeah, you know You know what I'm saying? So, so my next question to you, Logan, is this, is that, is that, where do you see yourself as a man? No, actually, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go that way yet. What I am going to say is what type of contract have you saw? What type of contracts have I saw? Yeah, what type of contracts have you saw? I mean, I've seen some janky ones. Right. Okay, some, so some janky my... ones, like, every, every artist out there that, like, don't be so quick to sign your first deal. Like, Read everything over. Make sure you have an entertainment lawyer because those labels, they try to get you. They will try to get you. But I also want to say this in aspect of that is if the, if somebody is offering you a deal and they're not offering you any big money up front, but they're offering you exposure, take that. Mm. Because at the end of the day, Promotion, marketing, and exposure is what makes a hit song. Like, a hit song is not made, it's marketed. This shit can be fire, but it's not going to reach full potential of what it can be unless it's promoted and marketed properly. Mm. So, just keep that in mind anytime you look at a contract. Mm. Okay, so, I mean, okay, so with that being said, right, Mm-hmm. So what type of okay so uh, like on this road right <laughs> so how so like what type of artists have you like ran into if you don't mind me asking oh man um well let's see first artist that like I ran into that like I actually like formed like some type of bond was actually Uncle Vinny from Naughty by Nature oh wow yeah okay. so okay. um. I developed a little relationship with him, you know, me and him chopping up every once in a while. He, he drops gems on me. Um, and then after that, it would have had to have been, I was around Cardi B right before she blew up and got big. Um, cause I used to, I used to manage paparazzi Paul, but we ain't going to get into all that. Cause that's just, that's some, that's some shit. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, that, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me stop you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop you because 
that for no reason. Like, like what? Okay, all right, okay. Now I can tell this. I can tell this interview <laughs> is gonna. Like I can tell this interview getting ready to take a detour. In the minute, oh no no no. This, no, this, nothing this, like that. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to put it in, you know, reference that has I was around Cardi B, like how that came about. Because they, right. okay. they was like this. You feel me? Okay, so, okay, so, I mean, okay, so, like, with that being said, right, okay, so, like, let me touch on that, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't mind me asking, right, so how was that process, you know, like, with the, I mean, like, if you, I mean, because, like, I know that you saw the process in the transition. You know, because every art, you know, you know, because every artist, you know, every artist has that, you know, you, you somehow, some way. Well, they go from this plateau to go and go right to this next one. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So did you see that, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. I mean, I seen that for sure. Like, um, right when, um, right when my artist at the time, King Shad from, from Columbus, like, at one point, me and this kid, we slept on a couch together. Like, we lived in the same crib. Like, I, I watched him come up from being, you know, just in the in the streets really hard with it to being, like, a, a young man solidifying himself in his music industry. Like, last year, he did 5 million streams just on Spotify. So, like, I, I would just say that transition was crazy because he only went from being, you know, known in Columbus suddenly being known and he was doing tours in Canada, he's going out to LA, Florida, so he, he got a nice buzz. So that transition was great to see. Mm, mm, okay. I mean okay, so like with that being said, did you see Cardi B transition? Yeah, I mean right when I first met her it was rich. she was just at the tail ends of done being a stripper and getting ready to go into love and hip hop. So it was right around that time. Wow. So it was that transition. Okay, so you bumped into her you so you bumped into her before she really took off took off. Yeah. I wanna say like I saw it like four months after that she was boom. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I mean okay, so like which I'm gonna go into my next question. Like where do you see yourself? Like, you know, like after you know, like you know, like after after the stage, you know, that you got going on right now, mm -hmm. like, where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself in the next, like, year or two, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, in the next year or two, I I, I want to have Wild Money solidified, you know, a, as a worldwide name. I want to have that solidified as an independent label. And I just want to, I, I just want to help be a part of that. You feel me? And then I just want to keep going up from there once i know i get to that level the next step is real estate i want to start investing in real estate and getting into all that and just keep tainting you know generational wealth to mm -hmm. make sure that you know any of my guys if something happens their families got it you know and vice versa that type shit mm -hmm. i mean okay so i heard that you said i heard that you said something about real estate like you know what i'm saying like what draws you to real estate if you don't mind me asking Man, it's just that's that's a bag. That's a whole bag and a half. You feel me? Like you can be you can be wealthy off music, but then yeah. you can be wealthy off real estate. You know what I mean? Like you can go from millionaire to billionaire like that. Like don't think I, all these rappers that are billionaires out there from just rapping. Like they got there from business ventures, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like 
I'm trying to make sure that my name is solidified at the end of the day before I leave this earth. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. And then also too, um, uh, um, uh, what's your name? Uh, lovely or uh, thank you. Cute, Brody. I appreciate so, appreciate you. So, so, I mean, okay. So, okay. The thing is, bro, I checked out Knuckles, friend, bro. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, bro. From the jump, when I heard his voice, bro, I love this drip. Facts. From from the jump, bro. Facts. From the jump. He's got a captivating but, voice and look. Like, you you, you you listen to the music. You see him before you hear the music, and you're automatically like, all right, I got to tune in. Mm, mm. I mean, okay, so, so see, but the thing is, is that um, I want to, uh, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a lottery pick, you know, one of your artists. Um... So I mean, so like, how did you like? How did you meet like Rudy Rich? If you don't mind me asking, like, how was that? Cause like, I know that uh, uh what, what Ruby Rich? Oh, uh, Ruby! Uh, I met Ruby through Knuckles. Um, mm. shit, like the first like the day we left for the for um actually it was at the studio. Yeah. Uh, Knuckles had a studio session. And I bought Goldie London Studio. Shout out to Goldie, best engineer in the 518. He's doing work in Atlanta right now. You're going to hear his name all over soon. Okay. And um, me and Knuckles were going to a studio session, and Ruby just happened to be on that studio session with him. So we, we scooped to the crib, picked Ruby up, and me and Ruby just developed a friendship from there. Mm. And then I, so, heard, I heard him record, and I was like, yo, bro, this is like, he like Nav on steroids, but he way better than Nav. Like it's crazy. Like his voice is just crazy. Oh. Okay, so okay, so like which is my very last question to you, right? My very last question, right? So you know what I'm saying? Like, so like how do you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, so how do you know if you see an it factor when it comes to an artist? It, it honestly it, it's how i hear it like i'm big on music like i grew up on this shit my whole life like mm. i'm i'm i know what i like and i know what people want to hear you feel me so like it's honestly just off what i first hear and like when i first heard everybody from bob money like i was like nah bro like each one of them is an individual star on their own like knuckles's versatility is crazy like his singing voice, he, he he can sing, he can rap, he can do that drill shit, he can do that romantic shit. Like he's just an all around versatile artist, dope ass human being, like a real ride or die type of dude. And, and that's the same with all the guys. Like each one of them, they got their own voice, their own style, and that's what I think is so unique about that whole group. Is like neither one of them's trying to sound like somebody that's out there or somebody that's not. Each one of them is 100% authentic to who they are and their sound. And that's what, you know, draws me to that. And, like, that's what you got to have. You got to be captivating to the ear from the jump. Like, I don't care what you look like, where you're from. You just got to be captivating here. And if you're captivating here and I know that I can make people listen and see the vision, then I know that I can make it happen. Mm. Now, that right there, that right there is a that. Bro, that is a gem. And whatever artist that's listening to that, keep that in mind. You know, if you, if, you know, if you're actually looking for, you know, a manager. So, so can you tell the people, you know, where they can find you? Uh, you can find me at Star Management eight hundred two on Instagram and Logan Star on Facebook. Okay, okay, uh, all right. So, 
and I need you to tune me out that you just tuned into the Fifth and Hill TV talk show. You just turned to the Fifth and Hill TV show, and this is Logan Star, and I'm out. <laughs> Peace, man. Yeah. Yo, and um, and also too, uh, before you log out, um, uh, how was your time on the Fifth and Hill TV show? If you don't mind me. Nah, man, this was a great experience. I appreciate the questions. That those hot seat ones were good questions, bro. I appreciate it. Like, this was a, this yeah. was a real dope interview. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just we definitely you know have saying, to work you know, on some bigger shit. You feel me? Like we're gonna stay in tune. Yeah, bro, just uh, just hit me up, bro. My inbox is always open. I'm I'm always on the west coast. I'm always on the east coast. I'm always down south, bro. Just hit me up, bro. You already know. All right, Brody. All right, man. all right. All right. So, um, are you just tuned into the Fifth and Hill TV talk show? Um, I'm your host, Constantine. Um, I just interviewed, uh, um, I just interviewed Logan Starr. Um, I do want to let you know, um, that I have a branding package. I have the, the three hour branding pack, the three hour branding package. And then I have the seven day branding package. So, and also the website is getting ready to drop. Um, the contract, um, just got sent to my email about my app so my app is going to be released so um so that means that once everything is finished i'm gonna drop my album on my app and i'm gonna drop my album you know on my website and i want you to keep a lookout for our first live episode i'm just trying to figure out the first guest i'm gonna have you know whether he's gonna be a battle rapper or a celebrity i don't know i'm really trying to figure that out so um, the name of my website is called BAC Watch, um, BAC Watch Group.com. Um, what else? Um, the app, make sure you tune into the app. You can, it's going to be available on Google Play. All right. That, that's where it's going to be available at. So, and afterwards, then it will be available um, on the Apple Store. So until then, my next guest is Knuckles Brim tomorrow at 5 p.m. Tune in, and I'm out. It's your boy, Constantine.